Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Philadelphia is aiming to become the first major U.S. city to stop the practice of police pulling over drivers for low-level offenses, which occur disproportionately often when the drivers are people of color. The so-called driving equality bill was passed by the city council by a vote of 14 to 2. It details which secondary offenses can no longer be the primary reason for pulling over a vehicle and will instead be resolved with mail-in citations. They include missing registration card, location of temporary registration, license plate placement, single broken bulb or light, other obstruction to a mirror, etc., minor bumper damage, lack of inspection, or emission sticker. The legislation comes in the wake of several national cases of high-profile deaths of black drivers following such routine traffic stops. Think Sandra Bland in Texas or Dante Wright in Minnesota, Walter Scott in South Carolina. In Philadelphia, the statistics are eye-opening. The population is 42% black, but according to police statistics analyzed by the Defender Association of Philadelphia, 72% of the drivers pulled over are black. Compared to whites, black drivers are 5.2 times as likely to be pulled over. Native American drivers 5.7 times, Latino drivers 1.6 times. While 94% of the drivers whose vehicles are searched were people of color, searches of white people stopped vehicles were actually more likely to turn up contraband. Police can still conduct stops for non-secondary violations. Think speeding, think blowing through a stop sign. But if the mayor, as expected, signs this into law, the police should have more free time to combat crime. According to the Defender Association, about 97% of police vehicle stops are for these low-level violations. So eliminating them could lead to an estimated annual reduction of 300,000 police encounters. Whoa, hey, 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 31 after the hour. Do me a favor, Daryl. Uh, now, let's do this. That's a lot of numbers to be thrown at you this morning. But it's much bigger explanation of the, than what the headline. The headline was Philadelphia to become the first major U.S. city to ban minor traffic stops to promote equality, curb neg- uh, negative interactions with police. But think about this. The one, the, the one statistic that stands out is, you know, black 42% of the population, but then it leads to deaths. It leads to deaths. The other statistic that stood out is that, look, these are minor traffic violations. You'll get a citation, call it a day, and this would allow police officers, by the way, to focus on major crimes in the city. And most of the majority of the city council voted for it. Two voted against it. The mayor will sign it. Now, here's what I'm going to do again. I want it because we played it at the top of the, uh, you know, right after the commercial break. Daryl, play this again. And then I want all of you to listen carefully and then give me a call as to what you think about it. 30, it's 33 after the hour. So you ready? Go ahead, Daryl, and, and, and then do you think, here's the question, do you, would, would, do you support this? Because you say, well, that's Philadelphia. Let me suggest something to you, because this is how politics works. 
If they're doing it in Philadelphia, trust me, they will do it in other cities. Because they all, you know, they look at it and say, well, you know, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. And then the same kind of bill would be introduced or ordinance would be introduced in other cities. So this could be, in a, could be a, a bill coming to your city. Would you support it? Let me ask you this. Here's a great question. Here's the way I'll put it. Would you support it if, if this bill, what you're about to hear, if it came to your city? You ready? One, and by the way, phone number, one 801 8255 Love to hear from law enforcement officials, too. You ready? Play it, Daryl. Philadelphia is aiming to become the first major U.S. city to stop the practice of police pulling over drivers for low-level offenses, which occur disproportionately often when the drivers are people of color. The so-called driving equality bill was passed by the city council by a vote of 14 to 2, it details which secondary offenses can no longer be the primary reason for pulling over a vehicle and will instead be resolved with mail-in citations. They include missing registration card, location of temporary registration, license plate placement, single broken bulb or light, other obstruction to a mirror, etc., minor bumper damage, lack of inspection or emission sticker. The legislation comes in the wake of several national cases of high-profile deaths of black drivers following such routine traffic stops. Think Sandra Bland in Texas or Dante Wright in Minnesota, Walter Scott in South Carolina. In Philadelphia, the statistics are eye-opening. The population is 42% black, but according to police statistics analyzed by the Defender Association of Philadelphia, 72% of the drivers pulled over are black. Compared to whites, black drivers are 5.2 times as likely to be pulled over. Native American drivers 5.7 times, Latino drivers 1.6 times. While 94% of the drivers whose vehicles are searched were people of color, searches of white people stopped vehicles were actually more likely to turn up contraband. Police can still conduct stops for non-secondary violations. Think speeding, think blowing through a stop sign. But if the mayor, as expected, signs this into law, the police should have more free time to combat crime. According to the Defender Association, about 97% of police vehicle stops are for these low-level violations. So eliminating them could lead to an estimated annual reduction of 300,000 police encounters. Wow, 300,000? You know what that, hey, follow the money. 300,000, all right, phone number, one 801 8255 Lines, oh, and you can get through right now. So what do you think? If, 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 this, if this comes to your city, your town, would you support it? one 801 8255 one 801 talk What got me was Philly's population, the black population is 42% right. in Philadelphia. Right. But almost three quarters of them, and for minor offenses, are being pulled over. Yeah. That is... Oh, well, that, that, but, and it also, I tell you, it also leads to uh, a financial windfall. It does. For uh, for these cities, 
Usually, you know, with one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. All right, let me let me uh let let's see. Um, one and the calls are starting to come in, and you know, there's you know, there's multiple sides to this. I'm certain law enforcement officers because here's something. Now, if law enforcement officers are are listening, what's the Upside or downside of this? One of the things they're saying, well, you know what? This would also allow officers to deal with more serious crimes. Now, Wayne is from Louisiana and says here, former law enforcement officer. Go go ahead, Wayne. Thank you for listening and appreciate your call. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I was a supervisor for a long time, and okay. one of the things I always encourage my people to do, we, you waste time on some of these lower-level offenses, um, and they're crimes that are not major crimes, but crimes are more significant. And on some of these lower-level offenses, I get the psychology behind it. Um, when I started, they they would teach you on some of these lower level offenses. They'll lead into it can lead into something else, and it, particularly with drug trafficking, I get that. But by the same token, it doesn't lead into anything else. And you'll tie up an officer for ten or fifteen minutes on a lower level offense such as window tinting. I couldn't stand that. I think it's a waste of time. Uh, you know, I know it, that it's interesting. Of, it's interesting you mentioned window tinting because that was one of the things that came to my mind. Uh, yeah. Was because uh, window tinting. My God, you pull over window tinting, and and like and you, you know, I appreciate your honesty because you said, yeah, well, it, it maybe it it might be a drug dealer, maybe it might. Uh, okay, but the but what we're finding out the majority of the time. It's not that at all. And there's inequity because you don't stop white drivers for the same offense. And I guess it, and and you know what I've learned, I've learned over the years in talking with folks, they, they, and it depends on what neighborhood you're in. Now, if you're in an upper middle class, predominantly white neighborhood, you get a lot of folks who'll say, you know what? We're not stopping these people because they have access to lawyers. You know, they'll tie your ass up in court, <laughs> and so it's not worth it. And I've heard law enforcement officers say that. Um, right. Okay. Let, right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. And you have in, in <clears throat> smaller municipalities, they encourage it because it, it, creates, it creates revenue in a smaller municipality as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Millie, New York. Hi, Millie. Uh, 40 after the hour, then I'll take a break and then come back to get more calls. Millie, go ahead. Good morning, Joe and team. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant uh, law policy that they're implementing in in, uh, Philadelphia. I can't wait to see it roll out. It could be a case study. And I think if all cities implemented the same thing based on those results, that's the way to go. I, you Absolutely. know, Philly, where, where do you live in New York? Oh, I actually live in Long Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, it, it's not far from Philly. Uh, but, but, you <laughs> know, I, I, I bring, the reason I bring this up, I want people to understand 
the way it, 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 you know, right now it's Philly because they're the first major city to do it. But you know and I know that that other councilmen, they, they copy each other. I mean, they do. Yeah. They, they, you know, it's just like with these voter suppression laws. Sometimes it becomes what they refer to as boilerplate ordinances. Oh, I don't even have to rewrite it. I just simply right. copy it and introduce it in my city or my state. And that's, that's how right. these, that, that's what happens. Interesting. Where am I? Who's next? Who's next? Okay, uh, well, let's go to uh, Al from Georgia. You're on with Madison, 48 after the hour. Go ahead, Al. Hey, good morning, Joe Madison good morning. and team. Uh, University of Michigan graduate here. Talking All right. About what happened Madison, to y'all uh, Saturday, uh, man? Right, no, no, don't change the subject. What happened to y'all's football team on Saturday? Man, I was sitting there watching hey, the hey, University hey. of Michigan football team uh, far ahead of Michigan State, and I said, oh, well, this game is over. So I went out somewhere, came back. What the hell? Ha- Never mind. <laughs> they still got to play Ohio I, I, I State. Right <laughs> uh-huh. I was right there with you, Mr. Madison. I was. Uh, I went out. And came back, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'll send my dollar in. Uh, uh, I think that's a great idea that they came up with because it affects black people all over the nation. These, these states and cities and municipalities have been making money off of black people for minor traffic violations for, for years. It's unbelievable. Um, I received a traffic ticket uh, about eight years ago in the state of Georgia. I, I didn't have the money to pay the traffic ticket at the time. Do you know they put me on probation? Really? Probation. Probation for a traffic violation. How long were you on probation? Until I paid that ticket. And what was the, what was the, what was the, the traffic stop? The traffic stop was for for um, for speeding, and I couldn't pay the ticket. The ticket right. was like six hundred dollars. Whoa! How fast were you going? Well, uh, you know, Mr. Madison, you know, I was driving. I didn't ask you. I know. Wait a minute. See, see, there we go. See, no, no. See, you know, see, there you go. I didn't ask. Of course you were driving. You got a speeding ticket. Were were you running from the police? (laughs) Huh? Now, remember, remember with this new law, you can be pulled over for blowing a stop sign or a stoplight and speeding. My God, a ticket six hundred dollars, bro. How much? How, that's why. Wait a minute. And wait a minute. You know, do I listen carefully? Don't you all ever accuse me of not listening carefully? You know, I. You know, I six hundred dollars. How much? How fast? Man, how fast were you going? I was driving. Look, I know that. You <laughs> let's go to the phones. Where were you pulled over on Indianapolis 500? NASCAR, Norris from North Carolina. Man, you make the you make the conversation difficult. <laughs> Go ahead, first time caller. Go ahead, Norris. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Good morning. I think I'm pulling together 
three of your me- recent calls. I want to shout out to my neighbors in Durham, North Carolina. 76% black. We support the Black Eagle. We're listening every morning. I appreciate that. Speak up louder if you could. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can. So I'm pulling together a couple of threads here. Um, um, I'm, a, I'm a PhD, a research scientist. But in 1994, I wrote a senior thesis at Payne College called Anatomy of a Speeder. Because I got a speeding ticket as a senior in college. And when I went to court, I ain't see nobody but people that looked like me. And so I actually applied at that time as a senior my rudimentary statistical techniques and found out what we're finding out now, and the literature at the time still supports all of this, that 25 years ago, there's an extreme bias by race for cops stopping people for these low-level offenses. And what I found in my little small county, little Lincoln County, Georgia, that they still racist AF. How do we know cops are pulling uh, people of color over at differential rates? Because rates of stoppage during the daytime, this is where the discrepancies exist. They can see into our cars. They can decide whether to stop us. But there are no discrepancies in nighttime stops. So this is how we know they are differentiating by race. And in those 25 years, the literature has proliferated. I am so glad that Philadelphia just got around to doing something about this. But academics, we've been out here screaming for 25 years that this is happening and legislators need to get off their ass and do something about it. Now, let me, as you were talking, Norris, you mentioned 25 years ago. Let me talk to uh, grandparents and who are listening. You know it's been going on longer than that. And I'll give an example. My grandfather, and this is before interstate, you know, when the interstate highway wasn't as, as, as prevalent as it is today. We would drive from Dayton, Ohio, down to Clarksdale, Mississippi. And every little town that we went through, my grandmother would tell my grandfather, now, Jim, slow down. <laughs> You know, because they would see that Ohio license plate. Slow down, Jim, because you know, and they were used to going through these towns. And you damn well had to crawl through these little, what I call, one light stop towns. And so so what you're saying, I just want want youngins, younger people to understand that this has been going on for several generations. And and these cities, these little towns, would make their money off of folk who would be going from New York down to the Carolinas or uh, or, or or wherever, from from the Midwest down to Alabama or Chicago to to Mississippi. And you know, and let me tell you something. I know folks who are old enough are listening, going, "Amen." He is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. This and and so. This is this has been multiple generational police work. They know you'll just Absolutely. pay the fine because you're not going to come back and show up for yes, a court right. date to yeah, to yeah. contest it. The fine is what, whatever <laughs> the fine was. So you pay the fine, you can go on. If you don't pay the fine, you go to jail. 
Well, Jesus, and you got your family in the car? I mean, these are the same days and same time period when you couldn't stop and use a restroom, you know, at a filling station, or you couldn't stop and eat. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.